0: and the door to the pond is closed don't be coy his mission is to build a community where individuals connect through their shared experiences of developing a larger pond for life. Therefore, we believe in upholding every participant's right to be themselves while celebrating our diversity and maintaining our environment for growth. We value your attendance and participation for every single pond journal club and want everyone to feel safe. And for us, safe means for one to feel comfortable to be vulnerable and share their story during our journal club. Don't Be coy. wants to create a space where all people, regardless of gender, sexual orientation, disability, physical appearance, race, religion, are accepted and respected. Thus harassment is not tolerated. And finally, we want you to know that if something or someone makes you feel uncomfortable at one of our sessions, no matter how minor it may seem, please report it to us and we'll take action. And together we can grow our own pond. Now passing on to Brian.
1: All right. I am Brian and co-facilitator along with Uncle Lou for the Journal Club. And just as a reminder, this is a live recorded session and it's going to be used when we stream. And also cameras are optional, but we do ask you to keep your microphone on mute. Uh, But we're going to start with a few introductions and I'll get started. I am Brian Wesley, he, him, pronoun, and going to do my wellness score From one to three, I am a three. Partly because wonderful sermon at church today, talking about what to do when God asks you to do the impossible. And also because I got some very good news Friday afternoon. I applied to a PhD program recently that I was very, very much wanted to get into. And I got my acceptance message Friday afternoon. Hence me, drinking my tea from my Old Miss mug. So this fall, I will be attending the University of Mississippi, AKA Old Miss, to earn my PhD in counseling, education, and supervision. So I'm very much excited about that. So wellness score is a three. Three. Uh, so <laughs> I ask that we maybe move on to Ashley and give us your name, pronoun, and give us your wellness score, one to three.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley, best friend of Ryan, really good friend to Uncle Boo, and I'm happy to be here today for the Journal Club. My wellness score, I would say today, is about 2.5. It's just nothing bad, nothing's wrong, just getting the Sunday scaries, back to work tomorrow. But overall, I'm doing well,
1: so. Good, cool. We all know about those Sunday scaries. Yes, yes. And
0: I worked at the school,
1: so I definitely feel you on Sunday scared. What about you, Uncle Lou?
0: Just to introduce myself, my name is Uncle Lou. He, him, pronouns, my wellness score for today. I would say is about a three as well. It was a busy week, but it was a good week at the end of it all. Got a lot of things across the finish line. Had a good Saturday yesterday. The sun was shining, got to go outside. Overall, just feeling good, so can't complain. Okay,
1: cool. Now that we've met everybody, this is the part I love. We do little icebreakers and just to help us set the mood and give context to the discussion we're gonna have. So we're gonna let Uncle Lou bring up some prompts for us to answer and you can answer them on your own device once he brings that up. All right, first one. What is the hardest to do? Ask for help, say no, or take time for self. We got one, ask for help, and two, say no. Okay. I'll start, I could say no. For me, it's very difficult to tell people no. I am a chronic people pleaser. I also want to take care of everything for everybody, so it's hard for me to say no to a person. And I find myself in a huge spiral, huge tears, and I have to say no. I feel like the worst person in the world. But I said no.
0: What's usually the outcomes of that by you not saying no?
1: I am overworked, overwhelmed, unhappy, dissatisfied, and the other person (laughs) is feeling amazing. This is why it's a problem. This is also why I'm
0: very happy to have this conversation we're going to have today,
1: because I need some help.
0: I feel you. I also said no. I'm a chronic caretaker, and I love taking care of people overall. And so anytime someone says something that it's like, hey, can you help me with this? Or I feel myself having some type of resource to be able to put someone else into, to help someone. I always do that even if it puts me in a bind. That's just one of my hardest things that I need. I'm i working on as well.
2: So I guess I'm solo out here, I said, ask for help. Okay. So I will say, saying no used to be very hard for me. But now I will say no, <laughs> but um, asking for help, I think about this all the time. Even at work, I tend to feel like I have to know it all. I have to do it all by myself. I have to have all the answers because a lot of people report to me and I feel like I, need, I just can't ask anybody above me for help because I'm supposed to just get it all done. But it is totally okay to ask for help. Um, I know that I just need to start acting on that. So I'm still working through learning to ask for help.
1: Yeah, then LaBria talked about that in her ep- in the episode we're using today as for context. And she talked about that as far as one of her supervisors came and told her like, hey, it's okay to ask for help. And mm-hmm. she shared that she felt like it would make her look like she were maybe incompetent. Mm-hmm. So is, is that kind of what you think?
2: That's exactly how it feels most times. Because like I said, so many people look up to me work-wise, mainly work-wise. is when I struggle with asking for help. And so it definitely makes you feel like, oh, I have to ask Captain whoever or Major whoever for help. Oh, you must not know what you're doing. So that is one of the biggest reasons why it's tough for me.
1: I would like to reframe that very quickly. Okay. I would imagine if I'm in your truth. I respect you and I look up to you, but me seeing you be vulnerable, say, you know what, guys? I don't know. I will find out though, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Let me get get some guidance on this. It just may make you even more human to them. That's true. Very true. Very true. You may look at it from that way. It may make them be like, oh, okay. Shoot, maybe I don't have to work. I don't have to make her think I know everything. I can go to her, but I don't know something. I can feel more comfortable because She doesn't know everything either, but we're all learning together.
0: I think that's a a good point right there, especially when it comes to like team building. Like you want to humanize yourself from like with your team members, right? Like you want them to feel like you're not just this individual that they go to whenever something's wrong. Y'all can collaborate and problem solve together and it helps in building up morale as well.
2: True, that's very true.
0: Trust, bad.
2: trust too.
1: All right, I like that. Okay, let's move on to our next poll question. All right. How good are you at setting boundaries? All right. I want <laughs> whoever said good, I, I would like for them to start. So the good
2: was me. And if I were to answer this question a year ago, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but through some some learning experiences with different people, different things, different situations, going to therapy, talking with friends, opening up, being vulnerable has allowed me to, has allowed me to understand like, hey, you need to have boundaries. And I have no issue saying, hey, I just can't today. Or yeah, I'm I'm not gonna go to that today. Or you're making me feel uncomfortable. That's not, stuff like that. Over time, I have, I feel like I've gotten very good at setting boundaries and I'm super happy for that because that's very important very important
1: okay so you to get through it you did therapy talk to friends
2: just understanding it myself I think and also lo- just loving myself caring about myself instead of putting everyone else before me because that's those that were that's what that's when I wasn't setting boundaries I'm just like, okay whatever I'll just go with the flow or whatever you or they want to do. We'll just do that. And like you said about the other question, saying no, like you you're tired, you're drained. you have nothing left for yourself at all. So I learned that it's very important to set those boundaries in. As far as the time frame goes, I'm still growing through it too. I'm not great at setting boundaries. I will say like it's take it took me about working up a year and a half now at this point of really understanding that boundaries are important.
0: It makes a lot of sense. I What I really appreciated about what you shared was realizing that when you want to make that change in your life and be better at setting boundaries, it's understanding what your own personal values are and what is it that you love about yourself. And if you can discover, understand, and articulate those things, then that helps in setting the boundaries. And for me, that's why i say i'm fair like i know how to set boundaries but sometimes it's easier to set the boundaries just a little bit thinner because it has some type of perceived value to me by bending or being amendable to some of those boundaries
1: i guess it's no secret i said poor <laughs> i actually I, I if y'all would allow me to show my Song, yeah. I, I said Poe. Yes, Po. <laughs> I am Po, po. and <laughs> set boundaries. As I said earlier, I'm a chronic people pleaser and and as we get more into the discussion, we're gonna talk about boundaries, so I won't say too much, but boundary setting is scary to me. And as a school counselor, former mental health therapist, aspiring life coach, and going to private practice, like I know boundaries are important. I read Renee Brown, the queen of boundary said, I know it's important, but it's just, it's almost like Ashley said earlier, you know you need to do it, but ask for help, but then you know I don't want to do it because I'm a thing like this. It's the same way with me for boundary setting. I see if I do it and I'm doing what's best for me, somebody's going to be upset. So I'm more comfortable with me being upset and me being unhappy than I am with Ashley being upset and Ashley being unhappy and Ashley's needs by being there. which is a, a major shift that needs to... We family, we can be vulnerable with each other. Can't we, can, we can. That's a major we can. shift that I'm going to have to make. I'm happy that somebody don't hear good or somebody don't hear fair. Thank you for some tips from y'all. As we get a little personal with each other and dive deeper into the discussion. So thank y'all for your responses to the... And we're going to go ahead and get into the discussion. We're going to get into it. To start off, boundaries. Brene, who is one of my favorite people in the world, she says that boundaries are simply what's okay and what's not okay. There are so many lengthy definitions, but listen, I like that one, what's okay and what's not okay. Short and and sweet. Hashtag reasons we love Brene. So I want to know from y'all... Particularly the person who said, good, what is a boundary you had to set? And what initiated it? What made you say, you know what? i got to do this. I have to set this boundary or else. So, what was the boundary? What made you set it? And what the cost, we just talk about what that was like.
2: I think a few comes to mind. Let's see what's the best one, I think. So I'll speak about when it comes to dating or being in a relationship one boundary i had to set was giving myself time it, it, it seems very simple but i guess i'll put it like this putting myself first because so many times of uh, like you guys i am a people pleaser too but a lot of times i would just but if somebody needed me i'm there they call me i'm on the phone with them for hours Or you need me to go do this with you? Okay, I'm there dropping everything that I've needed to do or wanted to do. And I'm always doing what they want me to do. Oh, just come over here and stay at my place. But I got 50 things I need to do at my own place. Or, oh yeah, I need to work on this for work or school or whatever, but oh no, I wanna go do this. All right, then I'll come do that with you. So setting those boundaries, setting that boundary was very important to me because I needed time to myself. I was neglecting me. I didn't know sometimes whether I was going or coming sometimes because I'm like, man, or I got a whole apartment over here that I'm paying rent at and I don't even live there no more. Just that was just a very important one to me. And I needed that because I was drained and I I would mask all of that stuff. I would take it all in and just go for whoever it was. And at the end of the day, I'm left out here by myself at the end of the day. They don't care. They're going off their business. They got what they wanted.
1: They're happy. Absolutely. So they, living a best life.
2: Living a best life. So that was a really big one for me. I had to start doing that. just Putting myself
1: first. Do you remember the moment or kind of like
0: <laughs> why you was like, you know what? I'd be damned if I do this again. I was gonna ask the same question, but I like the way you did it better.
2: I think it was the one. It was just probably after the fiftieth time that I was left out looking stupid. And I'm like, damn, like, I don't have any, I don't have any, I don't have anybody. I don't have you. I've given you all of me, and now I'm over here struggling. And so I was thinking it was just one of those moments after, like I said, after 50 times that I was like, all right, this is enough. And along with learning to love myself and care more about myself and my mental health and my peace of mind, my happiness, is when I was like all right this has to stop and when I did stop and I did realize that I needed to do that life is so much better.
0: What yeah. does that look like for you? We have Brian on the other end of the spectrum saying poor with setting boundaries I'm fair with it but we're both both two sides of the same coin in the sense that we don't really do it and so I'm curious around now that you set boundaries and practice that more regularly like, what does that look like for you as far as life being more beautiful? Okay,
2: I'm gonna say this real quick. So I think that early on, before I started setting boundaries, I was so afraid of losing somebody if I set a boundary. That was really big for me because I've dealt with a lot of manipulators in my life too. I felt, if I set this boundary, they're gonna either try to tell me I'm wrong, try to make me feel bad about doing it. And I was so afraid of losing, that, losing those people in my life. So I was like, yeah, I'm not probably not gonna set that boundary. I'll just do whatever they want me to do and find time to take time for myself some other time. Um, but after realizing that, hey, like I'm going to do this and totally being OK with not having those people in my life, because at the end of the day, I don't really need them in my life if they're going to make me feel bad about setting a boundary that's that's best for me. I don't need you in my life. So once I or once make I, you lose
1: yourself? family, uh,
2: exactly. And so I was like, yeah. And there were times where I started to lose myself. And once I came back for that, I'm like, man, like. Ashley, you don't need them. I've been good by myself for a very long time. I'm not saying I don't need anybody or anything like that, but it just felt good to know, Ashley, you can love on you. You, No one's gonna love you more than you. And once I learned that, that was it.
0: Yeah. I love that because that hit so hard towards what our theme is today as far as initiating that transformation. So as you're aware, like with this journal club, we're corresponding it with the episodes that are aligning for this particular season of Don't Be Coy. But then also taking this as an opportunity towards beginning our own transformation. It might be setting boundaries for Brian. It might be learning how to enjoy life over again, whatever it may be. What I'm curious is, what does that next level look like for you now that you have that muscle developed? Like you can't let it atrophy. So what? how are you planning to continue and move to the next level of setting boundaries and living that best life?
2: I think now I'm only a- allowing people to come into my life or things to come into my life that I don't have to worry about. Oh, if I set a boundary, will they be okay with it? I'm, I'm not allowing those people that I won't be okay with that to come into my life. And if I do run into Mm. those people, I'm like, okay, yeah. We probably shouldn't be friends. We probably shouldn't date. None of that stuff. And that goes for work, personal life, friends, family, anybody. Those people can no longer be in my circle if you're not able. If I'm not able to set boundaries and you be okay and respect them, then you're not able to be in my circle. Oh, that's
1: right. I love that. It, it (laughs) It is beautiful. It's like... It's like you're saying, I'm only going to allow the things, I'm only going to allow people and things into my life that bring me joy.
2: Yes. Because why do I so need then- anything
1: else? <laughs> why am I inviting heartache? Why am I, <laughs> why am I inviting misery and stress? It's <laughs> going to come anyway. Exactly. I ain't yeah. no preacher, but the worst is that we gonna have these man is born of a few days, and those few days are full of trouble. Oh, Why yeah. am I inviting more trouble on top of that? Of exactly. the trouble I'm already promised.
2: And you got you have full control over that too. You have to realize yeah. you have full control over who you allow, part, what
1: you allow. That part. To come that part. I have full control, huh? Full control. <laughs> do I? I do. You should sure do. I have full control because I can block. Yes. I cannot answer the call. Yes. I cannot respond to the text. (laughs) I can respond and say, hey, stop texting me. I'm Mm -hmm. uncomfortable with this. Yes. Don't touch me there. Yes. This makes
2: me feel very uncomfortable.
0: This makes me feel very uncomfortable. Brian, I'm curious now that, like, you're about to be Dr. Harrington. Congratulations Mm -hmm. once again. Uh,
2: What kind of boundaries do
0: Dr. Harrington set?
1: kind of boundaries am I going to set? That's a good one. That is a very good question. So I said I'm poor, but I, as Ashley was talking, I did think about this recently. I have set a boundary that I'm not giving myself credit for. And so I'm going to tie this into the question you asked me. I'm a the long way Very recently, at the top of the year, I started conversing with, this guy, before most of me, meet, especially online, is no conversation, just did. But with him, it wasn't. And in the beginning, he he shared that I'm just dating, just to be dating, not dating for purpose, not really anything serious. So if it comes to that, then fine. But he knows blah blah blah. So I thought, okay, I'm fine with that first life. Because no, I'm not. I'm dating for purpose. I'm not dating just to be dating. I'm dating for purpose, looking to find me a hook. So, first mistake, right there. But I tried to make myself, instead of setting a banner, I said, you know what, it's probably best we don't talk. Or we always be friends and we don't talk all the time. Well, instead of that, we talked every day. We dated each other. We did very much coupley things. And while I know that date that's a part of dating, when you're getting to know somebody, that is part of it, I still had the mindset of, this is going to turn into something long-term.
0: got to be careful okay? when you play house. When you
1: play- Oh my Lord, today. you got to be careful when you play. Because folks the field get involved. There, were, there was an instant to wrap it up. So if we just had an instance to where it hit me in my face because he stopped playing house on the trip we were on. And I was like, damn. He's not playing house and I'm I'm actually here as like his friend. And that shit weirded me out. I was like, what's going on? And I got very emotional. And so when we talked about it, I came to the conclusion that you know what, we probably need to take some time to step back from this, and we probably don't need to talk as much. And so I did. I took about a week or so where we didn't have any communication. And so I think that was a start of me setting the boundary because during that those next two or three weeks, I realized that if I continue to talk to him every day and we do all this, we keep playing house, like he's being fulfilled. And he did nothing wrong by any means. He did nothing wrong. He was bare from the beginning. But his needs to get met. But mine aren't because I am, and I'm going to look this back to, the, to Dr. Harrison. I am from January up until that point, which is after spring break, I hadn't done anything I need to do for myself. Very few things I did for myself because I, I went to work. I took care of my work duties, but all of my personal goals I set at the beginning of the year, during my 21 day fast, all on, put on the shelf because all my attention was now directed to him and this and being available when he wanted to talk, going to visit him, what can I do to support him? So I realized even though I still I like him. I still care about him. I want him to almost the best form. He's an amazing person. I realized I had to set a boundary to say, Brian, you cannot talk to him all the time. You cannot call him every day. Like you can't play house with him because feelings are going to be involved and you're going to be left in the cold. Cause he went into this knowing he is dated just to be dated. You went in knowing you dated for purpose. I did successfully set a boundary. And the moment I knew that it needed to happen was when I was, we family right, I said he's family. But the moment I had to call my best friend, not nose crime, which is not something I do. I would say, oh, I'm not even going <laughs> to say often, it's not nothing I do, period. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she got to see me in a very vulnerable state. And it's like I said, oh no. When I realized that my whole world was going to stop because one person wasn't going to be in it, I said, this is a problem. A major mm-hmm. problem. So I did set a healthy boundary there. So I guess I'm still like a poor, I would say, but I, set, I did set a healthy boundary there. So going to be Dr. Harrington, I know I can't allow that. Like mm-hmm. I can't allow myself to get wrapped up in someone or something or some organization so much so until it takes me away from the goals I have, like I let this do. So mm-hmm. to answer your question about Dr. Harrington, I'm setting goals for church. I'm a church pianist. I spend a lot of time working with choirs and churches. Not doing it. Somebody else gets somebody else to do it. Not doing that. Okay? People who drain me. Mm -hmm. Not doing it. Now I'm trying right. real bad right now saying not doing it. Now I realize
0: I do have to put some work in and, and you know. But you're done doing a great job.
1: You are doing I have a great done job. You're not doing a
2: great
1: credit.
0: job. No, is yes. a, this is about initiating the transformation. Initia- right.
1: That's right, Lou. It's about initiating it. So I'm not doing that. I'm not draining. I am not. If your name pop up on my phone, which this is a true thing, and I get anxiety when I see your name pop up. Not doing it. <laughs> and there are some people that I say, I'm like, I just get excited about what I can't do that. I can't yeah. do that. I also have to set a boundary with the, with the people, please. With boundaries, three main reasons, people, and this is what Brene said, they want to set boundaries, is that what Ash just said earlier, they feel like they may have something to prove and they may disappoint someone if this boundary is set. So I have to work through that. Like it is okay if someone else is disappointed. You're always disappointed. You've been disappointed for 30 years. Let somebody else so- be disappointed. Okay. Another reason is that we don't understand our needs. Yep. How about that? How about yep. that? Mm-hmm. We don't understand mm-hmm. our needs. So, on my journey to become a Dr. Harrington, I'm now, I need to sit out and say, okay, what are my needs? What do I need? One, I know I need what Ashley said. I need to be sure that all the people and things that are coming in are, are creating joy for me. I know I need, Uh, someone to date that while we start off just talking stage and then we date and then we eventually get to exclusivity and that kind of thing. I know that I need to know from the jump that you are at some point looking for exclusivity. That's the need I have. And I also know, thanks to the guy I just talked about earlier, I know some things that I want in a relationship because he provided those things to me and did a beautiful job of doing it. So, I know some things that I need as well. So, I think understanding our needs is a big part. And then the third one she said is speaking positive affirmation. So, I just I actually help me remember I did set a healthy boundary. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Lou told me this is the initiation stage. So, speaking positive affirmation, say, you know what, Brian, you did good today. You missed two boundaries, but you got one. Girl, you did good. Did good? Keep going. Tomorrow, you're going to do better. And I kind of want to park a little bit on understanding our needs. I want to park right there. And I was about to share because, whoo! That was a lot on me. And I'm (laughs) glad I got to tell my story. But understanding our needs, Uncle Lou, what is the need you have and how What kind of boundary can you set or have you set to get that need? But I want to know, I know I want to know what kind of boundary can you set? What's the need that you have that's not getting met right now? And what's the boundary you can set to get
0: it met? I think sometimes the boundary that you have to set is like your own lane. So for me, one of the things that I'm thinking about is intimacy. My partner and I are long distance and Mm -hmm. thinking about how to best create a system or infrastructure that allows for us to still have that intimacy even though that there's distance there and so it's like how do I set those boundaries within my finances so that I can have the money to go visit Mm -hmm. how can I set the boundaries of personal space because now I have more freedom to do whatever I want to do and loneliness can creep up. And so thinking about sure. what that those boundaries look like, mm-hmm. ultimately for what it is that I want to get to. I like how I think, he did the hand motion near his, reaching down it by boundaries. That's the main one. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we with you, we understand. <laughs>
0: But yeah, yeah, I would say that is, that's it. It's really knowing what it is that I want and what it is now that I can't do to maintain it. If I want to maintain a, a healthy diet, then I can't be eating pizza every single night. You know what I'm saying?
1: What if you don't have time to meal prep because you're from work and Domino's is cheap.
0: Man, that's I mean, what not, you man. put, <laughs> <Not> you gotta <laughs> put faith in your do. life. Cause that's real though, right? Very. That's what I did last week. What if, what if I'm get caught slipping and like I didn't set that boundary up right? I got to make sure I put safeguards in place so that just in case a boundary does come loose, what can I do to make sure I'm still staying on the same path?
1: You got to weigh in on that.
0: Actually, about a need.
2: So you talked about the. I think I can connect with y'all on the. You milk. You have ton of meal prep this week, so now I'm gonna eat whatever. So, for me, I do my best to find time to do that stuff. And I think that goes back to that boundary, right? The shorty I'm talking to may want to have movie day on Sunday at 3 o'clock, but hey, that's when I start my meal prep. So, I have to create the brand like, hey, babe, like, we need to either do this earlier or we can do it another time this week because I'm saying that I'm like, this is my time to do stuff for me, to get ready mm-hmm. for the week. I always... And I don't have no issues there with that but I just make sure that I find time or I make time and I make sure that's very clear to that person or wh- whoever asks me to do something or whatever's going on whether it's work whatever you know, I also always make sure that I'm like yo this is my time I need to get this stuff done and that's what I'm gonna do.
1: Yeah I, I, I like that and I think for me like I said earlier a need I have with intimacy and with looking for a partner is I know I want someone who's looking to be exclusive and there are certain things I want there. One of my needs is, and one of my coworkers, she put it like that. She said, you need someone, Brian Wesley, who is completely obsessed with you because mm-hmm. I'm a words affirmation person. I, you know, you have to buy me a Louis bag, although I will take it now. I will take it. But you don't have to buy me a Louis <laughs> bag. You can write me a note and put it in my little coach work bag I got, and let me find a note when I get to work. Like that's... Then you got me. So I think a boundary that I'm going to set, especially with me moving soon and being in a, I think, a bigger dating pool because of the college town and so forth. And it's an hour from Memphis, which is a major city. One boundary I'm going to set is I'm not going to allow loneliness or anything like that make me settle for anything other than the need. I know what the need is. So keep it in the forefront and be like, you know what? This doesn't look like the need, bye. Yep. And I
2: think- not, It's lot of, not
1: gonna bring me joy.
2: Yeah, a lot of times the loneliness has set in or you know, we feel like, oh, we need somebody or something to fill mm-hmm. the void for us. So we just like, I could probably look past such and such, but I don't want to. That's
0: mm-hmm. not gonna do it. I don't want because to.
2: I may look past it for two weeks, week three, I'm like, ooh, and now, they invested, now you got the pull back mm-hmm. in hurt feelings and when you just could have been like, no, that's a boundary for me. Nope, not settling, nope. So,
1: yeah. It's from the jump before fillers get involved. Mm-hmm. And, and Uncle Lou, you talked about long distance. Let me tell you, when you get offline, the long distance dating queen is on the call with you. So you can get with her and get some ideas. <laughs> she has very <laughs> cute. Long distance date ideas, <laughs> some of which I've used myself, and they turned out very nicely. So, just throwing it out there for
2: you. Fifteen years worth of experience, man.
0: That was just ultimately a great discussion, and we it can transition was. out of this space and into the rest of our day. And so, with that, would like to practice a mindfulness exercise. So, oh yeah, as a reminder, <laughs> that's nice. Mind- Mindfulness is the act of connecting with our mind, body, and soul in the present moment. Often, we are thinking ahead or, or thinking back. A mindfulness practice teaches us to be more self-aware and tap into our own experience as we move through the world. Um, we can elevate this practice and further tap into our presence and self-awareness with mindfulness. And mindfulness invites us into these quiet, us to quiet these thoughts and to be actively present. And so. Today, I think we're going to practice an affirmations exercise. Mr. Harrington, do you mind leading that for us? I have these cards. I'm going to plug this guy.
1: He's called Hindsight Black Jamaican Guy, but lives in Canada. I love supporting Black owned businesses and queer-owned businesses as well. And but he is the Black-owned business and he has a wonderful podcast called Hindsight. I suggest you all find him and follow him. But he has these affirmation cards and they're reminders. And so I pulled one that I want to use to read to y'all. They're very beautifully designed so that's just wonderful. And I just go through some mornings and i just pull one and i just let that be my thought for the day. So this one says, there is a new creation forming within you and I feel like since this is the initiation for transformation and so forth that this would be a good card to do so there's a new creation forming within you now the back it says some seasons, your growth goes inward like the roots of a tree preparing to blossom cultivating all the inner treasures that you need so when you feel stagnant in the physical or material world Remind yourself, a new creation is forming within me. So I thought that was just beautiful. Think about a tree. When you plant it, you don't see the tree is not huge. When it starts with roots are growing in the ground, and then boom, bam, you got a big-ass magnolia sitting up there. So for a mantra, I would like for us to say, a new creation is forming within me.
0: So I'll start, a new creation is forming within me. A new creation is forming within me.
2: A new creation is forming within me.
1: We set boundaries. We're allowing things into our life that bring us joy. Mm -hmm. We're allowing people in our lives and our spaces who respect those boundaries we set and who bring us joy. We're going to understand what our needs are so that we can clearly express those boundaries. You know why? Because a new creation is forming within me. I love it. I think that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for that moment. Indeed. And thank you for participating in today's session. Before we wrap up, I'd like to invite you all to participate in our feedback survey. I'm just going to put in the chat real quickly. It only should take probably even less than two minutes, but it really helps us in understanding how we can improve into the next journal club and with, that concludes today's session of The Journal Club. We really appreciate you attending. Feel free to stay on as long as you would like, but this room does close at 12. So have fun. <laughs> All right, love y'all too. See you later. Right.
2: Have a good one. All right,
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to this recording of The Pond Journal Club. To attend our next live recording or engage with other content, Be sure to go to dbkpodcast.com.